Garl is too good for those two dipshits. Yeah. <laughs> Garl, Garl is the hero they need, though. It, he, they really do need him, yes. <laughs> Soundtrack is so goddamn good in that game. Yeah. Uh, I think I've left. Not only is Asanari Matsuda a real all-star, but apparently the, the the like dedicated imitators they got to fill out the rest of the soundtrack just do a fantastic job. I don't know. Eric Brown, composer of The Messenger, which also has sick-ass music. Yeah. yeah you know what? That tracks. <laughs> yeah. I kind of bounced off that game, and I feel like I need to give it another kick at the can. The Messenger was a good time. It's short, too. Yeah. I mean, if you try it again, you'll blast through it. Press X, the podcast here. Paul Rett and James, ready to talk all things stars. I think it's all stars all the time today. Yeah. Star field, seas of stars. Chocolate um, starfish. I'm, chocolate starfish. I'm waiting for star mountain. Nice. Nice. Uh, every biome on Earth should have a star something related to it. Uh, we're going to talk about the ones that have come out in video game form in the last few weeks, and obviously we've been playing them. We play video games. That's what we do. That's this channel, Video Games, Press X to Podcast. Hello. Hi, everybody. Thanks for joining us. Oh, my God. James, Rhett, how are you? Fucking delightful. Just, my brain is fried. Okay, listen. I... The, the 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 clock rolled over it was like 5 p.m pacific standard time on september 5th and it was like that's when star starfield drops on game pass i was like okay great at 505 i was in there doing it and i have not really looked back since yep same boat here but a lot of hours into a game that i don't know it's like a seven or an eight yeah yeah yeah. Yep. There's a shitload of it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as expected. As expected. Wow. What There's Bethesda a lot game, of game there. What Bethesda game can you not say that about? You know. You know. Here, here's here's what I'm gonna say. First of all, I know people are gonna have complaints because they are hoping in their heart for the second coming of <laughs> Christ 64 or whatever. Um, but instead, they got a game with some really really amazing spaceships i love just walking around inside them and admiring them from the outside the ship builder build... is outrageous it's so good yeah like it just <clears throat> you can like take the ship you get in the beginning of the game and just sort of pull it apart like a fucking lego set and be like all right these are all the parts this is what they do and then it gives you little like warning signs when you're like okay you can stop finish this but you should really fix these problems first and you're like okay great and then basically those two actions sort of teach you how to make ships and like and it rules and it fucking rules i love how <clears throat> detailed and uh lively and lived in the ships feel like all the ones that i've encountered so far i have two the starter and a, 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 a dead person left one somewhere. And I was like, you know what? You're not going to need this. It's fine. It's mine now. Oh, I love stealing the ships. Yeah. <clears throat> one of my uh, greatest frustrations in the first, I don't know, 
10 or 15 hours when you haven't really upgraded that many skills is taking down a ship that you really shouldn't be able to take down and boarding it and getting up there to the pilot seat. You killed everybody, killed like 55 Crimson Fleet scumbags aboard this ship. Get up to the pilot seat and you can't sit in it because you can't fly a class B ship. Um, but that's the kind of thing you have to expect in an RPG. Yeah, they, they, anyway, they... <clears throat> it's really great. The shipbuilding, awesome. UI is terrible, but oh the yeah, is really cool. Shockingly bad. It's, honestly, there there is a number of tabs that I've opened on my computer. Like to a shocking degree, it's like, how do you X in Starfield? Mm. Like things like how do you sell a ship? Well, it turns out you have to choose to buy a ship, and then there's a button you can go to sell a ship yeah and shit like that it's just everywhere man it's it's shocking yeah i i feel like i feel like that's a bethesda games problem is that the ui is one of the things where they don't spend a ton of time on it where it's like listen it technically works you can strictly speaking do all the things that we told them they could do with the UI, it just sucks. I don't know. Like, That's I, fine. Feel, I feel like the Pip Boy has gotten a lot of love and attention over the years. From Bethesda or from modders? Because the from same Bethesda. modders, that, but the same but, modders who make all those, uh, you know, UI mods for Fallout and, and Skyrim and stuff, they had the same mod made in like 48 hours and it's way better. Oh, well, I'm sure it is for Starfield, but I feel like the, the Pip-Boy, the base Pip-Boy in Fallout 4, for example, works great. It's got everything you need right there. It's Yeah, it's all right. It's a fun little way to interact with things. Yeah, it's they a hell, had a couple a lot of... better than Starfield. The, they had yeah, a couple of games to get that one right. I feel yeah. like they're doing new shit with Starfield, and so they're like, well, I don't, I don't know where to put this. Do you know how long I sat there in orbit around a planet before I figured out how to fucking grab jump? Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't tell you shit about. Yeah, I was anything. I was clicking around for a minute. It, there, it, sure. It's it. They do technically say you have to make. They say something about oh, make sure you put power into these things, or you can put power to things. I'm like, okay, I guess. And then it was like, oh no, you have to manually add power to the grab drive, and then it'll do the thing. And like, also, depending on how you choose to fast travel, you could skip all of that shit. Sometimes. Sometimes you can skip all of that ship. Uh, you you can't be inside a building. You can't be on a different ship and choose Sometimes to fast travel. Sometimes you can't be inside the building. Sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's there's no rhyme or reason to how some things work in this game. Literally but still, I'm drawn to it in an insane way in which I cannot stop. <laughs> yeah, I want I read a one post on Twitter about like how you can um you can have outposts and shit set up so that they're just producing resources and experience. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> I got I got one lot. going on a place with a decent mineral output. I might have to pack up shop and move to some place with, uh, with better shit so I can actually start extracting. But man, hey, that, that it would be a great place to put that pain in the ass adoring fan who... who who I, who I love, actually. You know what? I'm sorry. I take that back, Adoring Fan. I love that fucking dude. He is... I did not take the Adoring Fan perk. Oh, so, man. So 
Please tell me more about the adoring fan. He is so unbelievably thirsty for you and everything you do. He's just like, I've wow. just been ri- writing a, a little, a little book, a little book about your exploits, or like I've been talking about the heroes of the of the ship. I've just been saying your name into the data recorder for the last five hours. I'm like, oh wow, you were deeply unhinged. But yeah, he's probably trying to fuck you. Is what you're saying? Either fuck you yeah. or kill you. Yeah, I mean, one or the other. One in either either order. Nice. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Yeah. No, he's great. I just keep him around. We don't. I don't ever take him places. I just go in the ship, and then he just says something really thirsty to me the second I walk through the door. I'm like, "You keep doing you, buddy." (laughs) See, I took I took the parents' trait instead of that one. Oh, nice! You go. You go see your parents. Oh, it's so good. Is there's, it? there's so mom and dad <laughs> and the same things that parents would say, That's but it does, it does have perks attached to it. Like they, they give you some good stuff. Like, uh, uh, the last time I saw them, they gave me grandma's, uh, old space mercenary space suit. It was way better than anything else I had. Nice. They also gave Just me that. a ship. Quick Good pause stuff. to uh, shout out Laura and Lily in the chat. Thank you so much for being here. So wonderful to see you. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Welcome. Questions about Starfield, please. By all means. Yeah. 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 Or um, not Whatever. Is it just me or does the space combat suck ass though? I thought it was fun. Like not much to it, but I hate know. I hate the fact I mean, maybe it gets better later on, but like in the early hours, it's it's nothing but you shoot at a ship. It flies over your head, and then you got to spend what feels like forever relocating the ship, rotating, rotating, well, rotating, you, you rotating. Gotta, you got to find it, rinse and repeat five or six or seven times. Oh, yeah, battles don't take that long. No, 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 no. It's two. It's one pass tops, and 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 then then you must then have some ship upgrades. No, I'm using the basic shit. I have not touched it even one really? time. Yes. I also have not adjusted the difficulty setting from the standard, but if that makes any difference. Um, Strange. I, I don't know what I'm I, doing I, wrong. I just... Um, um, what, what ship do you have, Rhett? Just the, the starter the, ship. I haven't played yeah, that Yeah, you gotta much. get rid of that thing. You gotta get okay. rid of that thing. So that's it. Just, yeah, the as very first ship you go to. Yeah, okay. yeah, like, take over a, a Crimson Fleet ship and just use that. Okay. The first ship I'll, really is awful. And it's also, an awful introduction you, to ship stuff. Gotcha. If you um, if you get into enough trouble with the spacers, you will eventually get a hot tip from one of them that leads you to the lair of the mantis. Yeah. Now that is a fucking ship. <laughs> it also comes with a complete set of armor, which <laughs> I take off only under very particular circumstances. Hey, uh, speaking of arm- armor, I, I ran across something. It's like the inclement weather gear, and it is a, an exact ripoff of the um, the poncho from Jedi Fallen Order. Nice. Yeah. So I'm wearing that. Nice. Yeah. I will say one thing I want to get better at is um, smuggling. Just because the game really wants me to start being a smuggler just it like does. it wants you to be a pirate there's just like so many jobs just fall into your fucking lap you're like walking by a store that's the cool thing actually that's the thing that i really like about this game is side quests you don't run up and like 
activate it yourself, you just like overhear somebody saying some shit and suddenly it's just it's a marker in your map or whatever on your list or like, oh, sick. OK, I'll go do that one if you like it. Um, and like a lot of those jobs are just like, I need you to move something for me. It's not exactly legal. I'm like, oh. and that's the other thing. The Frontier, the starter ship doesn't have any shielded cargo space. <laughs> so he would get pinged immediately as soon as you landed anywhere else. <laughs> whatever factions running that particular planet would, you know, arrest you, I guess. There are ways around that. Yeah? Even if you don't have the shielded cargo, there are systems you can go to and sell your stolen shit to the trade authority without getting scanned. Oh, that's good to know. <laughs> we could talk about that later. That's maybe a spoiler. So, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, there's lots there's lots of fun shit to do. It's great. I want to I want to make eventually when I get rich enough, I want to make my own ship from scratch and I want it to be fucking enormous. I want this to be as big as some of the towns I've visited. <laughs> that is my goal. I want to make a fucking star destroyer. <laughs> yeah, based on the uh like the field that you get to play with in the shipbuilder, it can be up to 100 meters long. So you can make a you can make a pretty big ship. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I just want it to be so big that like you know, 100 meters, huh? Yeah, everything uh, everything I need, I want all of my like stations, you know, like the crafting stations and all the research stations and shit. I want yeah. all of those in there. I want weapon racks, just like a whole fucking wall of them. You know, I want um a healthy amount of storage. You know, enough, right? Yeah. And yeah, lots of guns. Just like a... Go ahead, start a fight with me, please. I'm begging you an amount of guns. <laughs> How do you guys feel about the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay? You know, running around, shooting pirates. I think the shooting feels good enough. Yeah. But it's not anywhere near on par with a, a Destiny, for example. No, um, no. It it tries to do a lot of different things, and so it's not the best exactly at any one of them. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, just something. I, there's something sort of light in the in the gunplay. It just feels kind of kind of light. You don't really feel the impact of each round leaving the gun. That said, there are some very cool gun designs. Uh, yeah, a lot of diversity there. Yeah, because I was like, because I, what I try to do is I'm like, I want to make sure that I don't have any double ups on like different kinds of ammo that each one uses. And I'm like, only have something in my inventory if I have a bunch of ammo for it. So I have like 11 different guns. <laughs> I've seen in a few places people saying, you know, oh, this is some of the best shooting out there, period. You know, it's pixel perfect. The hit detection is really good. And I'm like, what game are you playing? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it might the be. Same, it has the same problems as as Skyrim and Fallout because it's the same engine where, you know, the hitbox on the side of this railing does not match up to the railing, or you're you'll be hitting something uh, that you shouldn't be hitting when you're shooting. You know, it has it has issues like that that you know I fully expected to be in this game. It's 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 interesting, like the laser weapons, for example, 
because they use they have the little tracer beam you can follow quite clearly, you can see how accurate they are. And that 77% rating that some of them have, oh, you feel that shit. And just watching shots just like fly wide in every direction, like it's, creating a halo of missed shots around this dipshit's head before you eventually like pop it off. It's like the XCOM definition of 77%, aka you cannot hit. Yeah. yeah, but on the other hand, I have like 600 rounds. They make it work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, f- I feel in a lot of different ways about this game. Like, I'm, I'm really enjoying my time, but I also don't think it necessarily really respects your time. The exploration's mm. not good. It's not uh, good at all. If you land on a think- random planet... Oh, don't do that. That's right. only for resources. You you absolutely don't do that. <laughs> but they want you to do that. They want you to go do down they? and scan planets. Yeah, there's all those skills around scanning and surveying, and there's a bunch of, of quests around surveying habitable planets. They want you I, to do I haven't, that. I but, haven't seen any survey quests yet. Um, yeah, they're out there. <clears throat> but they, you know, it it plops you down in the middle of this barren space and throws a few very repeated locations seven to eight hundred meters away that you got to run for five minutes to get there and you've got the o2 thing so you can't go very fast oh man and the repeated repeated content is like very repeated down to some you know loot and stuff is placed in the same location in multiple multiple iterations I, i just i just haven't been doing that i like saw yeah, that yeah, don't i saw that the planets are empty and i was like i'm good i i search when i like need specific resources right because i'm like trying to build something <laughs> then sure i'll go running around scanning different planets looking for minerals or like hitting the shops but like i don't i feel like if they really wanted you to just wander barren empty planets there'd be more on them it feels like to me when they when they talk about surveying and shit, to me it feels like, oh, if you want to set up any mining operations, for example, on any of these empty planets, here's the tools that you need to do so. Also, we're going to give you a whole bunch of extra fucking crew members with nothing better to do, you know, in case you wanted to staff some of these outposts and get some money going. But, like, there's nothing out there except for, like, potential damage to your person because it's too hot or too cold or too poisoned with sunlight. <laughs> But then sometimes there is. Sometimes there is something to find there. So I think people who have a real completionist bend to how they play games are going to find themselves on a lot of barren planets hoping that they'll find something. Yeah, they're going to hate this fucking game is what they're going to do. It's, <laughs> it's easy to get really sidetracked from the stuff that is more interesting, either in the main quest or the faction quest or whatever, and find yourself doing nonsense. Mm. But I don't know. Mechanically, I don't think this is a as big of an upgrade as I was expecting from Fallout Four. No, the the physics are crazy though on each yeah. individual item in the world. You see that video of the dude that's that loaded up an entire an entire storage room with potatoes, and then opened up the door, and each individual potato has its own physics behind it. It's it's quite impressive. It is quite I'll, impressive. I'll do you one better. I saw a video of a guy who 
uh, spawned like 10,000 sandwiches on the top of his oh, ship and yes. then took off from uh, Atlantis City, New Atlantis. <laughs> and it, the game chugged down to like one frame per second because it's calculating <laughs> like 100,000 physics things at once. Yeah. And then he went back to the city and there's sandwiches fucking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm into that. Hilarious. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the potential for like wacky adventures and fuckery is like really, there's really a lot of that here. That's, that's, that's a lot of what I was hoping for Coll collectively for like the great collective uh, Starfield experiences. I was hoping that we get people doing wild shit. Like somebody made the Planet Express ship, which I appreciate. Yeah seen a lot of documents and build guides for like how to make different ships and i i, I love that shit this is, this is awesome did you uh you end up putting together the uss flaccid yet or nice mm. no not yet maybe later. it's 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 kind of expensive to do ship building i'm trying to figure out if i can find a reliable source of income and then i will start i will build enough ships to put hope tech out of business those lazy fuckers yeah all of them come at the king you best not miss you know i'm just gonna I'll, I'll build an empire and then i'll use that empire to make many ships at least one of which will be a gigantic rocket powered penis yeah absolutely but yeah this this game's really a tale of two like two things because as a game objectively if you're rating this thing the people who gave this a 10 out of 10 as an objective, this is how good this game is. Fools. I don't believe that's correct. Yeah, fools. However, <laughs> like at the same time, this is a game that I'm going to play for a very long time because there's a lot of it and I'm enjoying it, but it's still like a seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah, it's mid Christmas, baby. <laughs> it's yep. come once again. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, so... Anybody who's given guff to the IGN review or the GameSpot review because they gave it sevens and PC Gamer or something gave it a seven, uh, they had it right. All yeah, their concerns they, they, are 100% yeah. valid. Yeah. Yeah. It's, However, it's absolutely a seven it. out of 10 game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what Bethesda makes is really good seven out of 10 games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, video that we're watching uh, to accompany this just showed the lock picking, and I think that's the best lock picking I've ever. Holy seen. shit! It's the it's the best lock picking mechanic I've ever used. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's a good little puzzle every it's, time. It's, it, yeah, because it's it, you you require actual skill. You have to learn an actual skill to do it. I can't quite do an expert level lock. Like I've 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 upgraded to the point where I can attempt them, but like. I, I tried I tried a couple I got one and I fucked up the other one I was like I I gotta I got this shit to do I'm gonna have to let this lie, but like you you actually have to like develop a real skill in order to do it, which I find fascinating. <laughs> yeah, there's uh there's a lot of thinking ahead, and just kind of staring at the the tumblers and going hmm, mm -hmm. do I want to use this here or save it hmm. So anyway, yeah, the master locks look insane. I, <laughs> yeah, they are legit four layers. Um, they're, they're hard to get going. <laughs> but thankfully, 
you know, if you're a scavenger kind of guy, if you just love picking shit up off off of corpses, and I do produce a lot of corpses, uh, you end up with a lot of digipics, and you you know you can make some mistakes. It's fine. <laughs> I, I will say another gripe. This is a little one. A lot of the loot is totally pointless. Why are there so many staple guns and pens and things? You can't even, to my knowledge, you can't even break them down into other things or use them for crafting and stuff. So why it are they there? Feels like, it feels like the devs were like, people really do love to pick up everything that isn't nailed down. Let's, it's ha let's have fun with that a little bit. Let's, you know... <laughs> <laughs> it's true, but had they made most of those things not actually physics objects, the game would probably run a hell of a lot better. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Anyway. You just had to someone make will, the most someone will mod that, I'm sure. What, do, what are you guys playing yeah. it on? I'm on PC. Uh, Series X. Yeah. Yeah. Seems yeah. to be okay on PC for me. I've, I've what, had it what? itch Go once or twice. I have, yeah. I have one uh, storage box, like a crate, do an endless spin in front of me. It was just like, oh, okay, somebody interacted with it in the wrong way. Now it's just got to zip away to the sky. That was it. That was the only crazy glitchy thing I've ever I've seen so far. I saw something very similar happen to an asteroid, and that was a little disconcerting. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are you, what kind of, what are you, what are you packing in your PC there, Rhett? Uh, so processor is a Ryzen 9, uh, 5950X. Um, Sick. graphics card is a, uh, GTX 3060 Ti. And it runs alright on the 3060? Runs pretty well, yeah. I can, yeah. on ultra, I can get a solid 30 frames. On high, I can go at least 60, so I've been playing on high. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a 5900X for the CPU and a, a Radeon 6800 XT. The 68, yeah. And pretty much 60 everywhere except cities. On Ultra? Mm, high and Ultra, a little high, bit yeah. of both. Yeah. Nice. yeah I yeah. turned down some things that I'm like, I can't tell a difference here, yeah. so I'll take the extra frames. Yeah. But. Yeah, no, it looks good. Pretty, pretty steady so far. Looks pretty good for the most part, except for the procedurally generated NPCs. Those yeah. citizens of New Atlantis, my god. Mannequins. Yeah. 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 It some most of the time when you're having conversations with real people that have dialogue trees yeah. and shit, it's fine. You know, they look decent. Um <clears throat> Their expression doesn't change that much when they're discussing something truly traumatic or horrifying, which is always hilarious. But like, you know, they work, but a random person, eh, roll of the dice. <clears throat> yeah. I was going to say what game isn't like that, but uh, one thing that I praised Baldur's Gate for was that even the most minuscule, unimportant NPC looks every bit as good as your main character's. Yeah. Yep. I agree with Just that. A little side note. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts about Starfield, or should we move on to objectively better games? Yeah. We could do that. 
I'm, I'm sure as we play more Starfield, it'll come up in future episodes. You know, our exploits seem... get more Absolutely. complicated. You know, you go on uh, Metacritic and you see that this game has been getting absolutely annihilated. User score-wise. Yeah. And it seems like a lot of people were expecting Fallout in space. Or at the very least, No Man's Sky in space. Or, well, No Man's Sky, I should say. <laughs> and this, this is uh, not those. If you go in with those expectations... You know, yeah. I think comparisons can obviously be drawn to Fallout, but it's really not Fallout in space. It's yeah. its own thing. It It is because, yeah. you know, <clears throat> Skyrim and Fallout rely on that discoverability of seeing something on the like a map marker and wanting to go there and find out what's there. Yeah, you don't have that here because it's all broken up into fast travel and all that stuff and different planets. So you have to approach it a different way. Yeah, but. That said, I think they do a decent job of exposing that stuff. Like James was saying, overhearing things that will send you to a planet that take you down a whole quest chain. I've had that happen a couple of times where there's... It seems simple, and then it's like nine quests. Yeah. You know, so. Or like... I think one I uncovered was just like, something's floating in the in the in orbit around the planet. Can you handle it? I'm like... Yeah, man. And then it just turns into a whole fucking thing. <laughs> oh, I can handle it. All right. Yeah. I, I think hey. the, uh, yeah, go ahead. I was going to, I was going to ask how many times have you guys managed to solve something just by talking, talking it out like persuasion? Not a lot. I have like a. Th- 45% success rate, maybe 50% success with persuasion. And that was before I put any points into it. Like the first thing I did f- for Sam Co in the, the new, we- the, the wild West town or whatever. Um, there's these guys trying to rob a bank and I was just like, you should just not rob this bank and let the hostages go. And they're like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and they just fucking turned themselves in. <laughs> I failed that. I just, blew him away <laughs> yeah i've had a couple of the, I, they stood one no t- chance <laughs> yeah there's there's one there's at least one time where like i tried to per- i failed a persuasion check and the guy just immediately pulls a gun out i'm like oh okay so we're doing this are we <laughs> but anyway. i was i was doing the other thing as a favor to you <laughs> what do you say we uh move on and talk about sea of stars Yes, hell yes. I reviewed it. I think it's phenomenal. Might be my favorite game I've played this year. Yeah, fair. Oh, really? It has a hell of a lot going for it. Hell of a lot. Um, On the surface, it's very, very much inspired by the 16-bit RPG era. There's a lot of Chrono Trigger. There's a lot of Super Mario RPG. There's a lot of Secret of Evermore, you know, there's a lot of a lot of different things in there. Yeah. But it comes together in a way that I don't think would have been possible back then, thanks to technology. Technologically, we've come far enough that all those things fit together in a really seamless, nicely put together way. It tells a a high stakes story, but it's it's told kind of whimsically and and tongue in cheek. There's a lot of poking fun at itself and poking fun at the genre that I like. It's a great game. Great game. Made in Quebec. 
Sweet. Made made in Quebec by the people who made the messenger. So this was kind of a weird uh, right turn for them coming off of of a pretty good action platformer to go back out there and be like, we're going to make an RPG. Mm-hmm. And we're going to make it so good that Yasunari Mitsuda is going to say yes to us when we ask him to write music. Which is insane. <laughs> Banging soundtrack. The best, best of the year. Easily. The Easily the best of the year. So but the battle theme just rips. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the combat I found f- fascinating and engaging because it's like tough as hell all the way through. You know, you got to really like use your noodle or whatever to figure shit out, but it's never, it's never impossible. It's never like it can't be done. It's just, it's never boring. You know, it was just like, well, every every fight's going to have, you know, a little bit of punch to it. You're going to have to, you know, uh, think about things and strategize and, and do what you can to, to get on top of this. And I think that, f- that fucking rules. It really keeps you uh, keeps you engaged. <clears throat> yeah, I really like the uh, it, it has a, a locks system, they call it. So every once in a while, uh, an enemy on the field will you know, put up a, a series of locks that you have to break to get them to stop from doing some powerful attack. So it might be, you got to hit them once with something sharp and you got to hit them with something solar and you've got two turns to do it because everybody's on a little countdown timer. And I found managing that stuff and trying to keep myself from getting attacked so engaging, especially in, in boss battle situations, because there's usually a way you can get around it. Um, either by you know delaying their turn or whatever, uh, using using what you've got at your disposal to get there. Um, it's very very puzzly, but at the same time, it's engaging because it's got timing based stuff. Um, every attack has a a timing thing where you can tap at the right time to get more damage or another hit or many more hits in a lot of cases. Um, yeah, man, it's so good. Yeah, it's it's fascinating because like <clears throat> once you realize that like every set of locks is achievable, like you can do it, then it, it it's sort of like, well then how exactly? And you look at your skills and you look at what you have available. Cause some cause some of them it's like, well you could you have two turns to do a combination of strikes that you cannot do in two turns. What's your next move? <laughs> mm-hmm. And a lot of times you'll, especially in boss battles, you'll run into those situations where it's like, I could do this, but I don't have enough mana. Or I should have saved some of the, the boost charges up to do something about this. And if and when I die and I come back, I will save boost charges for this situation. Um, so it, it, it starts off pretty easy. Like it lets you learn um, along the way, but it does, it does ramp up a little bit at least. It's not mm-hmm. the hardest game I ever played, that's for sure, though. Mm-hmm. Very approachable. The graphics are distractingly good. Like, the music is amazing. I really fucking love the visuals. I love... I definitely found myself just sort of, like, kind of wandering around areas sometimes. Like, I really want to check out every part of this, you know? See what I gotta see. And any any place that was, like, a water level... Where there was like day, where it was like a daytime 
sunlight with a wa- with a with a water stage. I was like, oh, this this hits just right. This is perfect. I just want to hang out here for a minute. Let the soundtrack go. Taking these fucking loud waves, you know, uh, the 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 fucking uh, sparkling sunlight. It's it's. It's incredible. It's an incredible fucking vibe that they've managed to pull off with this game. I'm, I'm truly impressed. Yeah, just a masterful balance of the of pixel art that's really good with a lot of different emotes and stuff that, you know, you know, make it feel like you're looking at something unique when a new scene's happening. But then there's enough modern tech, like shadows reflecting off of, you know, fire and casting a shadow behind one of the characters and stuff like that, that, you know, I think I wrote in the review, this is what you remember 16-bit games looking like. They for sure did not. But uh, this is a great yeah. representation of that vibe that a lot of people remember from their past. And Rhett, you've been playing this as well. What are what have your thoughts been so far? Uh, yeah, I enjoy it. I've been enjoying it thoroughly. Like we said, best soundtrack of the year. Uh, combat's engaging enough. To keep you entertained. Story's actually been pretty good. Especially when you get to... I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a certain part where things kind of take a change for the worse. And uh, it's good. Yeah, it's good. It's It's been very, very good. Especially since I've, for the past two or three months, I feel like I've been craving something old school. Like I was thinking of playing something on stream that's uh would have been from like the super nintendo era but this is totally scratch that itch Mm. yeah been enjoying it thoroughly yeah i while i was playing i ran into a minor character with the same name as a youtuber and i i got curious so i looked into it and um is uh gerard known as gerard the completionist on youtube who, like, I guess loved their previous game so much when because he saw it, I guess he saw it at like um, a PAX East West or something before they gotten picked up by a publisher. And he sat there for literal hours playing through the demo of the messenger that they had available. And he spent the rest of his time at this event just like singing the praises of this game and ringing that bell as loud as he fucking could to anybody who would listen. I'm like, listen, guys, you have to play The Messenger. And then the next time they were at a PAX event, they had a fucking publisher. <laughs> and the relationship between him and this studio was like apparently good enough and they, he, he left enough of an impact on they, these guys in their lives that he's like a little character in the fucking game. <laughs> known awesome. as Gerard the Constructionist. <laughs> And in that same spot, there's this, like, mausoleum that's just, like, all of the, um, all of the, the supporters? Because I guess they did, like, a Patreon or something? Or a, a, yeah, a, they a, kickstarted. A Kickstarter? Yeah. And you can find this gigantic graveyard that just has, like, the Kickstarter names of everybody who contributed. And I that think the statues are definitely... Thousands. Yeah, literally thousands of people. It's crazy. <laughs> That alone would have been impossible in the 16-bit era. That's just too much data. <laughs> would not have fit yeah. on a Super Nintendo cart. No. 
Yeah, there's all um, sorts of little like sound cues and little 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 audio things, little bits of music that I just still have in my head. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, I also want to give a a shout out to the developer because for this game during the review cycle, oftentimes when you're reviewing a game before it comes out, you can get stuck, and there's nowhere to turn because no one else has played it or is allowed to talk about it. Uh, Sabotage did a Discord for all the reviewers, so there was kind of a little community of, yeah, oh, of people talking, like, yeah, talking about, hey, how did you approach this, or how did you get that, or, you know, I'm going for 100%, what can I miss? And it was all very, like, crowdsourced, instead of, you know, just smashing your head against a wall or whatever. Awesome, awesome idea, I've never seen that before, and it was so cool. Great community. <clears throat> Yeah, no, that's that's great. I I hope that catches on. That's <laughs> really good. Yeah, shout out to whoever's idea that was. Yeah, Gone uh, Media did the same thing for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Did they? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Such a good idea. Yeah. Uh, also, shout out to our man Garl. He's maybe the, the best character catch. in the game. Oh, maybe the best character in the game. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's so good. He's. Yeah. Just that endless positivity it made me kind of sick to my stomach every time he was sick. like, oh, yeah, let's trust this person. I'm like, fucking yeah. Garl, come on, man. But he, yeah, if this game doesn't end work. with Garl's head on a plate, I'm going to be upset. <laughs> it's it's interesting because the two Solstice Warriors feel like they don't they don't have any social skills like they can't deal well, no, with people it, very effectively. They grew up doing nothing but training and fucking sewing. Of course, yeah. they don't yeah. have social skills. Yeah, and then so Garl's going to step in and be like, no, 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 listen, I'll handle this. It's <laughs> like, oh, my God. <laughs> A complete human being is here to yeah. save the day. <laughs> how did how did he grow up that way, having minor spoilers for the first, like, 30 minutes of the game, having lost an eye as a child? <laughs> yeah. yeah. On one of these nonsense up. adventures, he's just like, let's go, baby. I'm ready. Let's travel the world and trust everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a good dude. Protect him at all costs. Um, yeah. I, if it wasn't for the fucking looming, crushing monolith that is Starfield, I'd still be playing it. <laughs> yeah. But I, got, actually... I got access to the two of them so close together. Yeah. I feel, I feel fortunate that I got to play it beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> had some time but i've still gone back trying to get 100 percent got there yet totally yeah so <sighs> if you've if you have any interest in rpgs in general or any love for the 16-bit era uh give sea of stars a try try the demo demo is a good representation of the of the full game so get out there yeah it's uh god it's a it's an excellent Excellent, excellent adventure. Jesus. So you're just so, getting more, and more dense. God. Yeah. But anyway, <sighs> what else you guys have been playing? What else is going on? Is there any news? I don't, I can't tell. I've not looked up from Starfield in the last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I haven't even been catching a ton of shit. I feel like 
feel like I heard some some rumor that like Grand Theft Auto Six is gonna cost like a hundred and fifty dollars. Wow, that can't be true, can it? Yeah, I, I it's think it's a smoke. A I think it's a smoke screen for when it drops at a hundred. <laughs> they were just like, oh no, it's not a hundred fifty. It's only a hundred dollars. Yeah. Or it's it's gonna be like this the standard seventy nine ninety nine or whatever, and then you gotta buy the upgrade in game if you want to do online heists or you want to do the online stuff. Yeah, and that'll be fifty nine dollars. So then it's one thirty nine. Hogwash. Have yeah. they said uh, anything about when that's supposed to be happening? No, coming out. No, no, no. They haven't even officially announced it yet. I mean, at least with a trailer. You know how they do. Yeah, they're they're keeping it pretty close to the vest, which is wild because it feels like it's gotta it's gotta drop pretty pretty quick, man. Like oh, I don't never, know. that's for fucking sure. I I don't think you'll see that game until at least this time next year. Yeah, I can see that. Holiday season. I think, don't they usually shoot for like an October release date for these games? October next year. I think even that's being optimistic. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe next year, but maybe 2025. Yeah. I did see there were some rumors out there. Yeah. I was going to move on. So if you got something to say about this, go for it. Oh, um, no, I've got nothing. I, I got absolutely nothing about, about Grand Theft Auto 6. What do you got? I was going to say I've been hearing some rumors about Switch 2 or Switch Pro or mm. yeah. Nintendo Nintendo Next. Apparently, apparently it was shown behind closed doors at Gamescom to developers and stuff. They uh, supposedly they're... have test kits in their possession, too. Yep. The, the big developers. Which makes sense if it's coming out next year, which it should. Yeah. Um, Power-wise, uh, what I heard, I don't know how reliable this is at all. It is comparable to like a Series S. So, I, heard play- uh, I heard PlayStation 4, but like either, either one would be fine. Yeah. Um. But- yeah. But also with the, with that <laughs> with uh, Nvidia's upscaling tech DLSS. So it's funny. Potentially... We all heard we all heard something different thing because I heard PS5, Xbox Series X that it's going to be comparable. No to. Really? fucking way. Yeah. No yeah. way. Yeah. Absolutely not. Man, as long if it if it's comparable to a PS4, as long as it can run games at 60 frames, as long as everything coming out on it is 60 frames in handheld mode. Great. Yeah, great. That's all they they've got to be able to support Unreal Engine 5. Right. Most games are going to be on UE5 in the next few years. If they can't do that, the system is doomed to be more of a GameCube than a Switch. Yeah. The thing that plays Nintendo games. But hear me out on this. What if it is a portable console and in handheld mode, it's, you know, PS4 level ish? But in the dock, in the dock is where the, the, the real GPU hardware lives. 
And when you plug it into the dock, it unlocks more power to get up to that 4K. I, I would love that. It could happen. A part of me feels like every time a person makes a prediction about a Nintendo, a future Nintendo console, the like demonic thing fucking incubating in the egg gets a little bit more twisted. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, it's never what you think it's going to fucking be. Like, I don't, I don't know if they've ever, if Nintendo have ever really delivered what we were expecting without it being also being incredibly disappointing. It's always got to be some weird nonsense. It's just one of those things where, like, I know it doesn't make any sense and it's not based on anything concrete. But whenever people are like, man, I bet it's going to be like this, I'm like, no, it's going to be weird and dumb. You fucking know it is. <laughs> but that's just that's just based on previous experiences of it being weird and dumb. Maybe they'll fucking come through. Maybe the the gates are maybe the hordes are closing in and they just have to make a decent decently powerful fucking console because otherwise the company will die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think that's the case. I think we yeah. we all know that they could just keep selling the Switch for the next 10 years and they'd be fine. Yeah. Their shareholders wouldn't be happy, but they could totally no. survive on that. Yeah, quite easily. No, I think I want what I want from Nintendo is something straight up wacky. I want something weird that is like, all right, you click these things together and then this thing and it's like a Megazord from Power Rangers and then and then it does its super move and the system turns on. You know, I want I want the wackiest shit ever. But I I probably won't get that. It's probably just going to be Switch 2.0 with like beefier hardware inside and 5% better controllers that they've tweaked a little bit now with more buttons or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If they make the joysticks better, I'll be happy. Yeah. We'll all be happy if they make the joysticks better. So in yeah. summary, it's going to be somewhere in power between a PS4 and a PS5, and it well, might be handheld. And well, maybe Insiders are saying it's got NVIDIA DLSS upscaling and ray tracing. Ooh. So we'll see. Yeah, that that sounds like a hot load. That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a hot, steamy load. <laughs> I mean... James, you're all right. It's it's, it, it's probably on <laughs> hardware that technically supports that. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. Like, oh, it's made with NVIDIA stuff. NVIDIA's doing DL DLSS and ray tracing, aren't they? Yes, they are. Will that sit? Will that hardware they're making do that? Who fucking knows? <laughs> I I think DLSS is a good bet. I spend some space on the silicon to, you know, basically double your frame rate. Bigger titties. Yeah, uh, 100%. Sure. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you heard that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just barely. There was a whisper. <laughs> Thanks for that. Yeah. Yeah. 
they'll they'll get to a respectable I don't know, 31, 32, 32 frames. 31, 32, yeah. Yeah. I think that will be No, acceptable. it's going to be... I don't know. I'm honestly... I don't care about the hardware as much as I care about what wacky, unbelievable shit they're going to do with the next main series Mario game, like the next 3D one. That's what I want to see, man. I want to see what where they go. Because like uh, that Bowser's Fury mini game that they made was, an, was a really fascinating, engaging sort of half step towards the future. And I think they could kind of move in that direction and make something really fucking interesting. Adult-oriented Mario, rated M for Lit- mature. I want him to. Lit- I want to see him in the strip clubs. I want to see him in the red light districts. I want to see titties in my Mario games. Yeah, adult <laughs> themes, <laughs> cursing, curb stomping yeah. Koopa. Exactly, exactly. Blood and gore for the first time in the series. Yeah, it's time. It's time, Nintendo. Where else can you take this man? They could make that terrifying. 100%. Some of the power-ups that he's had over the years. 100%. Like he gets in a he gets in a giant shoe. Man. Oh yeah. Starts just curb stomping up and down the road, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it'll never happen, but what if they did a 3D Mario Maker? So, you know, you make 2D stages and you put it together. What if like, all right, here's a big, nasty toolkit. Make 3D levels. Do some, let your imaginations run out of that. And then we'll get all these like bizarre, terrifying user creations that like send enemies into like conveyor belt thresher machines and like. uh, Well, can I make a strip club in this? Can I make a Absolutely. red light district? Absolutely. Titties? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Will okay. will there will there be Koopa tits? Maybe. Yeah. You might have okay. to take a power up or a hat or something and just sort of put it in the right spot, you know, like take a yeah. bump map texture and just like manipulate yeah. it in some way where it's just like How are you talking? Yeah. If they make a 3D Mario maker, then yes, you can have your Mario strip club. But otherwise I don't see it happening. Nice. Okay. Okay. The mushrooms are all magic mushrooms. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. Which which they're basically already doing with the next 2D one, Super Mario Wonder. Right. Really? There's there's hallucinogenic uh, mushrooms in Oh Arctic? yeah, they replaced the mushrooms with tabs of acid. You didn't hear? It's it's Sick, it's the man. flowers. You pick them up and suddenly everything goes completely wacky and psychedelic, and it's just like, oh man, it's yeah. wonder time. All of a sudden the going on here. flowers are just getting to you, and you're like, okay. Okay, guys. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm into it. That game's probably going to be great. Yeah. It is. Is Is that next month? Yes. It is. And October is a busy, busy month. Yeah, it's it's silly. Yeah. I'm considering taking a week off just 
Cuz? Well, like a few days. Just a few days, just for the fucks of it, you know? Catch up? Get some time in. Yeah, catch up. Probably do nothing but play Starfield anyway. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's next for y'all? Have anything on, on the docket that you, you can talk about? Um, I've got a review going live tomorrow for uh, Eternites. Um, I won't say anything about it, but um, Eternites, E T E R Knights, yeah. Um, it's a it's a combination of uh, action RPG with like a little dating sim elements and some, some survival stuff thrown in for good measure. I think it's a Korean. Div- I'm actually not sure where it's from. Um, it's mm-hmm. got this um, sort of glowy purple aesthetic going. Uh, it's got it's a little bit a- of like a persona vibe with the, yes. the calendar. It, it does have a persona vibe. Um, yeah, so I'll have a review dropping for that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'll have some proper thoughts on that. Um, coming out for PC and PS4. And then, I don't know. I want to play that fucking um, Cyberpunk expansion. Oh, yeah. Cyberpunk Idris Elba. Yeah. Yeah. Really excited to see what sort of like new weapons and new systems and what sort of fixes because apparently it's like a whole different game basically. You, you know, update. we've really come like full circle in gaming when we've um, come through people dunking on cyberpunk and hating cyberpunk to now they're comparing Starfield to cyberpunk. And like, well, look how this looks in cyberpunk and it looks like trash in Starfield. Right. Yep. Whatever people. Like, they're fickle. both bad. they're fickle. both mediocre. Yeah. 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 Oh. yeah. Exactly. They're so fickle. But yeah, they're both mediocre games. What do you want us to say? That's that's <laughs> the honest truth. Yeah. You can love them, but they aren't good. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll definitely play through cyberpunk again yeah well, it, at least once more yeah we got plans to do that on stream because so i have not been through that game at all yet so once the new update drops yeah that'll be the perfect time man i don't know yet but i may be doing the review for the dlc so we'll see oh okay all right unless it's been given out already who knows yeah Keep an eye on the fucking. Um... Yeah, you never know until these things just kind of land in your inbox. I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. you, bud, and it's due in four days. Uh, yeah. Good luck. Like, Dude, that, was exactly, that was exactly it for Baldur's Gate. Three, like, four what? days at max before the launch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a no-win situation. It's like I cannot. No, no. It took me three weeks to just feel. To feel somewhat comfortable in writing the review for it. And even then, I was like, yeah. I haven't finished this by any means. 
what does finishing this even mean? Yeah, it's true. Do you have to see all 17,000 endings? Probably. Yeah. At least, at least probably 10, 11 K of them, I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't be that hard to get to. But... Mm -mm. All right. Maybe we should just, uh, maybe we should just get out of here. What do y'all say? I do that. And when right. we return, we'll have such tales to tell of games recent release, games yet to come. Games only imagined. <laughs> and a fourth kind that I can't think of right now, but they're out there. I, thought, I for sure thought you were doing a mid-Christmas bit there. Yeah. Listen, I will I I I I've talked about mid-Christmas here. I will talk about mid-Christmas again. People who are going to talk about, oh, Starfield isn't the perfect game. is like, no, motherfucker, that's not what it is. It's the perfect game to throw on a podcast and then wake up and it's three days later. That's what Starfield is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening to us uh, ramble about all things stars. All things stars today, all day, every day, um, except for Rhett, who's way into the Washington Nationals or Walgreens. I'm not sure which W that is. That's so funny. You said Walgreens. So funny. Uh, Washington Nationals. No, get real. It's the fucking Washington Nationals. Not the. Does Walgreens Wal have an MLB team? Does Walgreens have an MLB team? <laughs> is that a Rays hat you got on? No, it's not. <laughs> I could not be a Rays fan. It's nice. Thanks, man. It's nice. Well, I'm not a Nationals fan. So what's the W represent? Washington Nationals. But if you're not a Nationals fan, why the W on your on your on your person? You could have got a red hat of a different team that you do support. We got a collection going back here. Okay, all right. That's, that's yeah. fair. That's all right. Yeah. I'll accept that. Just happened to be the one that matched this shirt today. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, uh, take care, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. We appreciate you. We'll be back soon with more hot, hot takes. Pro Wrestling Spicy Pod take. says the W represents winner. There you go. Ooh. All right. I like that. Let's take that to the bank. Appreciate That's that. Winning. <laughs> winning. Have a, have a wonderful night, everybody. Indeed. We'll see you next time right here on Press X the Podcast.